If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to check out what we're doing here as we talk about all things related to hoarding. And there are a lot of things that come into play in these situations. And today, I'm going to talk about a quote that I have out there, which is, create a family reunion you want to go to. And today, I'm going to talk a little bit about why I came up with that, because there's a lot of societal pressure to go do the things we should with our families and our uh, extended family and even even other people that we know. Um, there's a lot of this idea that because we are related to people that we should spend, you know, our time with them. And I would say that depends on the people. And I think that's a piece that is missed often in the messaging that it's everything peaches and cream and everybody gets to go home and stay in their childhood room and there's baby pictures on the wall. And that's just not the reality for a lot of people. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about why I believe it's important to examine, um, you know, where you're going and creating events and space to enjoy the people that you enjoy and who also enjoy you. And, when I talk about family, I don't just mean blood family. And most of us know that there's a lot of other ways to be connected to people. And oftentimes our friendships are people that we come to know later in life, whether it be in the military or in college or other shared experiences. It could just even be jobs or traveling companions. I mean, there's so many ways for us to actually create that family, especially, I believe that becomes important if you have some kind of chaotic upbringing or situation that makes it hard to go home. And I see a lot of joy in families who have kind of cobbled together like a homemade quilt, whether that's through adoption or foster care or shared experiences or just something that draws you together that makes you family. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about the reasons why this is needed. And I have some positives and negatives, but I'm going to just share my perspective on that. And so part of the reason that I believe it's important to create a family reunion you want to go to is that all of us deserve a chaos-free celebration, whether it's our birthday, uh, graduating from college, from high school, from um, boot camp, um, you know, maybe you now are doctor, whoever, and you still have this family that would make celebrating you difficult. And so you deserve that chaos-free celebration and often that is not something you will get if you involve certain people. And another part of this is it can be really exhausting if you decide to host everything. And so we don't have to host everything because we missed out on celebrations as kids or as young adults. And I know that I personally exhausted myself by 
doing this for many, many years. And I realized that in the doing, I was trying to recreate what I felt like I missed as a kid, as far as having presents wrapped and under the tree ready on Christmas morning or a tree up period without drama. And I find that we do try to recreate what we missed. And finally, I had to stop that because it was exhausting for myself and my, you know, the, the people in my life at that time. And I didn't realize that that's what I was trying to do. Um, <clears throat> the other part of that is we shouldn't have to exhaust ourselves and give up our peace of mind in order to spend time with toxic people that maybe don't realize they're toxic, but also take no action to be different. And many people don't seem to understand why we may stay away. And oftentimes explanations don't help. And so we end up just staying away because we choose to not be around people that have really toxic behavior. And the other piece of this now is you might have your own people, your own family, kids, pets, you might have boyfriend, girlfriend, um, you know, maybe roommates are your family and you have to consider how you're showing up for them. And maybe you have employees, maybe you're running a business. And if, if you're depleted by the toxic relationships that you are around, that's really hard to show up fully. So we have to remember that our obligations may have changed or our choices have caused us to have different obligations, which means we have to look at how is that impacting not only us, but the people around us and how can we retain a good relationship with them if we are constantly pulled into someone else's dramatic situation. And another point of this is just because you're related to someone, it doesn't mean they're enjoyable people that you want to spend time with. And I think it's really valuable to note that that is actually true, that there are people in our lives that aren't pleasant. You know, we would not choose to be around them if we didn't have to. And that's the beauty of reaching the age of majority is being able to decide, you know, who you're going to spend your time with. And it's a real shift in thinking, especially if you have been really pulled into other people's things. And often if you're growing up in a hoarding situation, you are seen as an extension of the stuff. You're not really seen as a separate entity. And so breaking that chain is really challenging. And it's just a point of the fact that you don't have to go home at the holidays or any other time if it's a really difficult situation. It's, I would say, healthier for you to figure out what you actually do want and take a little bit of space from there if you at all possibly can. And so creating a family reunion that you want to go to is also about boundaries, healthy boundaries, being able to say, you know, I can come for this day, but I will have to go home. Or I'm not going to stay in this house because I don't live this way, but I'll be happy to meet with you at the restaurant. Or I'm, I'm glad I get to see you at Aunt Maggie's or whatever it is. Like you can figure out how you can still engage with someone if you want to, but still have your own boundaries in place. And things like making sure I have my own car, um, having reservations that are kind of non-negotiable for me 
I take a ferry often. So I, I have to plan, you know, my life kind of around that a little bit. And so, but also kind of having that exit plan, even if you don't have to use it is a good idea for your own peace of mind. I have found. Um, also life is here to enjoy and now is all we have. So we need to figure out what are we doing now and what do we want to have? Like we don't have to continue to be in toxic environments. We don't have to continue to put up with things that um, cross the line. And so figuring out what you enjoy and what you like to do and, you know, maybe make a list of the top 10 things you love to do and pick one of those things. Years ago, I had a friend tell me that the holidays were a great day to stay home because everybody else was out doing stuff and meeting people and doing whatever. And sometimes it's a great day to stay home in your PJs and drink coffee, like, because you're just peacefully in your house. And I've always kind of thought about that. And I think that comes up, especially for first responders and military, where you might have duty, you know, you, you aren't going to celebrate on the day, the designated day because of your schedule or your whatever's going on. And so I think you can pick any day and have a celebration, have Christmas on whatever day you need to because what really matters is the people and the connections. And it doesn't really matter which day of the week it's happening. It's just a matter of, are the important people with you at that time? Whether you celebrate early or late or whatever, it doesn't really matter as much as I think we all put a lot of energy and emphasis on one day or two days. And I think we could just carry that around all year. We don't need to just only wait to be kind on Christmas or celebrate only on whatever day people say we should have our celebration. Um, it's also about spending time with the people who value you and the people you value. And sometimes the people that birthed us or raised us or were somehow involved aren't, they don't see the value in who you've become. They're often stuck in who you were. And so that can be a real challenging piece if you have you're an adult, you've moved on, you're successful, you're doing whatever you need to do, but someone is still reminding you of how you failed and, and when you were 10 years old. It's like there is this broken record that keeps playing and it can be hard to step into that if you are dealing with that broken record. And life is about celebrating beauty and friendships and all the things that are good. And so it's important to remember that that this life is about celebration and about good things and you have to go through a lot of difficult things often to get to the good things or as I think of it you know you need a lot of fertilizer to grow a beautiful garden and let me tell you there's a lot of people that have dealt with a lot of fertilizer and they are making beautiful gardens out of just things that you would never think you could turn something into positive things and they are and remember that this is about creating space for the the life that you want and desire and figuring out what that is definitely comes into play when you're figuring out who do you want to spend your time with who do you want to know like what what is bringing joy into your world? Do you need to journal or meditate or take a walk? Or, um, you know, do you need to, to ha do some self-care? Is your neck hurting you like mine is today? Uh, what is it you need to do to take care of you? And 
in that it is important and valuable to figure out how you create a family reunion that you want to go to. And honestly, people that I did not know five years ago are often closer and know more what's going on in my life now than people who I've known for many, many years. And that's partially because we have a different way of looking at the world and, um, and that is okay. And you can still spend time with those people, but just being really aware of how that looks for you and figuring out what works for you is some of the most important work that you can do. And you don't have to go alone um, because too many of us have tried that. I have, and you don't have to do that. It's, it's not something you need to do. You can join a, a Facebook group or a social, any group on social media that supports where you're going. You could find mentors. You could get, take yourself to therapy. Um, finding a good therapist can be um, it's, it's a interview basically to figure out the right people for you to handle what you're going through. Um, but it can be really helpful to have that sounding board, or you might be looking for a coach or someone who can just help you talk or walk through some of the things that you're trying to either deal with or what you're trying to create now. And it's the people who have come alongside me have been just invaluable in moving forward. So Anyway, really think about as we move forward into the new year of 2021, think about how you can create what you want and how you can create those family dynamics that are valuable and that you want to engage in. And that's just kind of my thoughts. So thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast. And remember to check out our group Extreme Self-Worth. And I will have a link to that in the comments. And I wish you all a very happy 2021. If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. 